Baby girl, won't you come and hold my hand? Won't you come and chill out with the Virgo? Hey girl, just come and hold my hand. Won't you come and just chill with the Virgo? Sipping on Merlot, you ain't gotta be my girl though. I drop you off at Willoughby and Murdo. Smash with the Virgo, ain't got to take your shirt off. You see me convince your homegirl. Let's work. Let's get it. Let's get it. Let's get it. Let's get it. Let's work. It's the last Saturday. The last Saturday. It's the last Saturday of the year. With the church clap. Freestyle. This is like, that's literally the church clap. You know the church clap when they be clapping at their hand like this? Mm hmm. Hey, hey, hey. Don't put that double clap in there, though, because oh. you know. <laughs> you Damn, know, I nah, do look, come on, you killing me. I know, I fucked you it up. You killing me. I fucked that up, I fucked that up. It was, you killing me. What's a double clap? No. Yo, See, yeah, I needed yeah. somebody, I needed somebody else to do the other beat so I could do the double clap beat. This is... <laughs> I guess our idea of the double clap is completely different. Okay, you do the double clap. You that do wasn't it. The double clap. I was talking, I was talking about the Do it. Oh yes. That is it. Yeah. That's when you're about to fuck it up. It's like that. Right. That that's like you pressing right. it up. Right. That's <laughs> you know, somebody about to start running. Somebody about to pick up the pace now. <laughs> we going to pick up the pace. Yo, oh my gosh. That's it when the is. choir be taking it to the next. You know when they do the thing, they do the rounds and they do it like at each octave. Mm-hmm. That's yes, when they going up. Oh, right, that's oh, when they going up when you start doing the double clap. Right. Yeah. Yes! Right, then you gotta go to the next <laughs> the next rung. Yes, Lord! For the rest of our days! Yeah, I yeah. know I sound really horrible hitting that, but that's that's the vibe what I'm you, in. What you want from me? It's the last Saturday of 2017, bitch. Clap it up. <laughs> Woo, we made it another mm-hmm. year. I can't, it seemed like the year just started, man. These years just keep rolling on. Time waits for no one. That's a, that is the truth right there. It doesn't. We're almost going to be at two years of Sign Me Up podcast. Two years, y'all. We're going to have a very exciting anniversary episode, though, this year because we're celebrating. Yeah, we are. Uh, yeah, nigga. <laughs> you hear me? I'm like, really? Are we? Because we're going to be in Nolens. Yo, we are. That's sick how that worked out. Cause I'm like, are we? I was like, I thought we had other plans, bitch. But I guess technically those are the plans. We gonna have to show our titties for the podcast. It's oh my gosh. Give me my beats! Give me my beats! Give me my beats! I'm gonna show my titties for the podcast. Show your titties for the podcast. Two years on my areolas. (laughs) 
I wanted to say two years on my back, but areolas just came out. Pulling my areolas downward. <laughs> oh my gosh. So are you doing anything for New Year's or Eve? Are you mm. celebrating? I know I know you work, but I am not doing anything for New Year's. Other than going to the Steelers game. And it's going to be very cold. So I'm going to be out there bundled up in blankets. And I'm going to probably just throw my ski pants on. Just to really, you know, bundle it down. And I'm probably going to... I'm probably going to just get liquored up. To also help with the warmth aspect. And that's all I'm doing. I'll come home and pass out. What are your plans? I know you have plans. Because we've been plotting and planning. We have, we have been um, exactly what I wanted, actually. So, the question of the hour: Did your dress arrive? Dun dun dun! No, bitch, it didn't. And I'm just so over that dress now, especially when you show me black china in it. I'm like, let's think about this. So, where would I wear that dress again? Like, where am I gonna like wear that dress to? I thought the high slit was really cute. I'm sorry, friend. That was a throwaway. That was a throwaway purchase, unfortunately, it looks like. I don't know how the return policy works with um, it, the old Nova of fashion, but. I mean, they have one. They have a return policy, but. Well, I, I would take it right on to the store. That seems like the easiest method of return. And uh, get your little coins back. In any case, the second option that I have is way better. and It really is. It's super cute. I am... It's amazing what you come up with when you're under pressure. Going to a party in the hills, Beverly Hills. Wow. I think I also might be in the hills too, Hollywood Hills. I have to confirm that fact though because there's like two different parties happening. There's one in Beverly Hills that I'm for sure going to because I bought my ticket for that already. And then there's another party I was invited to that looks like it's in the hills when I look at the map. So I'll confirm that when I'm there, but Right. So you just riding out Dolo or you have like a party group? No, I'll be with Kathy, Jocelyn, and Danielle, which I don't, you've met her. She actually was with us at Coachella one year, Lauren's friend. Oh, yeah, yeah, she yeah, She lives yeah, out yeah. here now. So oh, okay. we're all going, like we're going to pregame and we're going to that party. And then after that one, I was invited to the other one solo. So I don't know if I'm just going to like drag them with me or if I'm just going to go right. alone. I haven't figured that out yet, but. Honestly, I feel like it'll kind of depend on like how much fun y'all are having at the one place. Right, right. But I'm I'm excited because this is exactly what I wanted to do for New Year's Eve in LA. Like this was like this was on the things that you need to do as a new resident of LA. Party in the hills, party in Beverly Hills, like for New Year's Eve in a fancy place. Why not? Yes. Um, I am excited and I have Fenty Beauty to like get my life together for that night. I'm really excited to use it. Yes, Fenty. I'm going to put on makeup today because I've just been like really pressed to pull out my Fenty because I have a lot of Fenty too now. 
yes. and I just love Fenty. The only Fenty that I don't have, though, which is what you got, I don't have the base. I don't have the foundation. Remember, I was just complaining about it last week that I didn't have the foundation. I felt like I couldn't get my life together until I got right. the foundation, but... I was just like, fuck it. I don't know what got into me that day. I think I, I went to go get my nails done. And after that, I was like, I'm going to go in Sephora and I'm going to see what they have. I'm going to see if they have any Fenty shit. Like, I'm tired of this shit. Like, I just want a couple things. And they have uh, 420. And last time I checked, I was like, oh, I'm a 440. But then I learned that the foundation oxidizes. So, so did you try it on again? Yeah, instead of the 440, which is what I originally tried, I tried the 420. And when it dried, it dried darker than the actual shade. And it was a perfect match. So I ended up with that one. I was like, and they had that in stock. I'm like, yes, Lord, because they ran out of everything else. Right. They they stay running out of shit. They and run that, out of everything every five Right. Seconds. And that was the last thing. I actually went to the register twice because I ended up buying like the highlighters and contour stuff and all that and the gloss first. And then I went back when talking to like, you know, my re- the cashier, she was a black woman. So she was like, oh, no, girl, go back because I am. She was like, we're like the same complexion almost. And I'm a three something. So if, you know, like say just, yeah, yeah. And I was like, all right, I'll go back and try it out. And I did and I have it and I'm feeling good. And I'll probably go back out to get some lipstick today. So I could like, you know, that makes me feel like they have my shade, but I just, oh, they they for sure have your shade, but you already said that you didn't want to go through the stress of color matching again, but do it. Try it. Like, I mean, yeah, I might as well. just. It's a very, it's a very nice, like light coverage is so that's what i like that's what i mm-hmm. like that's it's really like. it's really nice like i kind of want her foundation brush but we'll see yeah i got the highlight brush that i'm ready to mm-hmm. whip out mm, i got Ooh, that one too yeah oh yeah baby yeah and it's just so funny because me like i feel like you the way you and chanel go up for makeup and shit for me it's more like okay i just need these things because I, I need to have them because i know they're essentials like when i do want to look like this but you know my mom is like not impressed that i'm into makeup now because like i went my whole life without giving it one single fuck about makeup yeah. like all through high school all through college you remember in college like it I never wore makeup. I was hard pressed. You were you were wearing more makeup than mm. I was. And now all of a sudden I'm just like, wow, this is so much fun. But to me, it's not, again, it's never a necessity for me. Yeah. It's always just a lot of fun to do it. It's so yeah. Much fun. It's just fun to do it. So it is. It is. As long as it remains a hobby for me, I feel like my obsession is totally fine. Yeah. Yeah. I never like to not have. You know what I mean? Like even though I don't use something often, it's just like, I feel like it's just like certain things, like it's good to just have. So when you need to use it, you right. can pull it out. Like you don't have to worry about, dang, I don't have that because I right. don't use that. It's like, okay, one day you might. You're so right. Hint, hint, Coachella, shit like that. Like it's Ooh. been. Speaking of Coachella, really quickly, I want to send a special congratulations out to trisha from college who is in ghana right now getting married and all of syracuse is there have you been seeing stuff yeah 
Yeah, you know, I saw... Uh, I was like, wait, wait! Erica is there, and yeah. honestly, congratulations, seriously, to Trisha, like, wishing... It seems like best. she's doing it really big over there. I thought that everyone was going for, like, these events Afrochella in Ghana. Right, Afrochella. It's perfect. But the wedding is, like, is... It's the wedding. It's the, the wedding. wedding. It's beautiful. That is so lit. Love is so lit. She is, like... She is a bride like they're doing shit over the fucking top for her this does not look like a low budget production this is like some shit with many outfit changes and all the things i'm wishing her all the best and many blessings like she looks amazing she looks so happy she looks happy and amazing and love is truly lit right so shout out to everyone we know in ghana right now afrochella looked like it was kind of fun i saw some snaps from it and i see y'all i see y'all doing it doing it coachella style out there right. you know afrochella let's get it mm-hmm. all right so what sex tip do you have for our listeners for 2018 what sex tips do i have just a tip for- a tip not tips just the tip Mm -hmm. um the biggest tip that i would give to our listeners is don't be a lazy lover don't be lazy I was watching the show yesterday, Mary Jane or whatever, and he was talking about his wife had put the pillow on his thighs so she could rest her head while she was sucking his dick. And I said, no, don't be lazy. That's why he cheating on you, girl. (laughs) That's why he cheating on you. Is that why? Is that why? You know, because my thing is with the lazy lovers. And you all you that be propping stuff, your head up with the pillow? Absolutely not. You know me. I told you I get on. Uh-huh. You know me, boo. You know me. You you the one who needs the prop up. Remember? Prop me up, bitch. Yeah, prop I- me up. But not, with, <laughs> not my head with a fucking pillow. Don't do me like that. Don't do me like but that. But I mean, if you ain't on your knees, then you may as well need the pillow to lay down, right? No, bitch. No. Well, okay. You coming at my neck. All right. All right. Well, I didn't mean to. <laughs> In any case. Does that make the nigga cheat? Right. A nigga gonna cheat if he wants to cheat. It has nothing to do with you being a lazy lover. I don't no, think no, so. I think no. if like you're... I mean, if there's a void in the relationship, yeah, that sends people to cheat. But also, I just feel like niggas, it's different with them. Like, it ain't really about... Okay, okay. From from your standpoint, you can definitely get cheated on even if you're putting it down. Right. I agree. You can, get che- you can get cheated on even if you're doing everything right. But if you're doing Wrong. shit... <laughs> wrong and lazy and you get cheated on it's like okay well you deserve it is that what you're saying no i'm not saying it's a deserve thing i'm just saying like you have to handle your responsibilities with your partner that is a part of this relationship is okay okay fulfilling your partner in totality what, what isn't being a lazy lover when you're not a lazy lover what you doing Mm -hmm. basically you are making sure you're doing the things that they like i'm not saying every single time you have sex is gonna be like 
fucking acrobatics and shit. Obviously, niggas having sex after work one day, like, you're not gonna be, you, you, it's been a long day, goddammit, you know what I mean? Like, it's gonna be to the point, but I'm saying, it's all about consistency. If you're consistently laying on your back, you know what I'm saying, consistently just, like, not even interested, your mind is consistently elsewhere, because, I mean, mentally, you know, you have to be in it, too. Like, if you're not in it, that, to me, falls under the category of being lazy. If mentally you're over here thinking about your fucking grocery list. So all those things, that's what counts. So what you're not doing is you're not doing those things I just mentioned and you are engaging as best you can. You know what I mean? Really like trying to be aware of your partner and fulfilling their desires. Yeah, I feel like a lot of the times too with both parties, everybody assumes that sex is about the end game coming, the orgasm. And because of that, no one's really enjoying everything that comes before that the the process process, like everything else like people are just focused on that and i feel like if you didn't focus on that part the end result would actually be like much better if you would just stay in the moment and just like really immerse yourself in this experience i agree mind coming you know I'm very curious about the whole tantric aspect, but I've not dabbled in that at all. But I'm so curious. Does anybody out there practice that tantric sex? That requires a lot of patience, I feel. And I am not in that space where I can I'm be that not patient. in that space at all, but I am open to receiving the learning behind mm-hmm. that. Like, what does that look like? Like, man. Because me, like when it comes to patience and all that sex, I ain't even going to hold you, you know? But um, the tip that I have. Let us know. It might sound cliche, but you can't stress it enough. Communication. Really let your partner know what it is that you like. For real. Mm. Like everybody has those moments, you know, when they have certain things that they like and they keep it to themselves. Communicate that with your partner because that's really how you can have a fulfilling sexual relationship since that is what we're talking about. What if you have something that you like that you're like a little embarrassed about? Like say you do enjoy anal play, you know, a little fondling let's here go, or there Let's go the a little bit more whatever. extreme, you know, like. Okay, okay. <laughs> What are you thinking? What if they were into rape porn. Like, right. That was their thing. How do you talk about that with your partner? That's what we really need tips for. Because you're right, communication is key, but how do you have those sometimes uncomfortable conversations? I really feel like prefacing it along the lines of, you know, it's a conversation like, do you watch porn? It starts there, like. Or do you masturbate? Are you a fan? How often do you do it? Do you watch porn? Like, it's all about asking the right questions. What type of porn do you watch? Like, what are you into? And if they try to hit you with the, you know, regular shit, like, they lie. You know, like yeah, okay, cool. But what are you into? Like, <laughs> what else is it? Yeah. You know, like, or time, time as well will help with that. Because nobody's really going to outright just be like, yeah, by the way, I like rape, rape porn. porn. It could be alarming as fuck, and depending on who you are, you'd be like, yo, what you got going? But 
Yeah, like you kind of you right. It's like yeah, it's like like that's not something you'd want to say on like the first date with a nigga you met from Tinder, right? Like right, that shit is alarming. Of at what point do you share something like that? But then it's also like say you know communicate in all aspects is really what I'm trying to say. Cause say yeah, you save those intimate details like oh I like rape porn or oh I like S and M and all that or I really enjoy saliva play or shit play like whatever like all that stuff save that for the I guess for for the relationships that you're gonna be in more long term where you've built that trust you've got that foundation down back and you kind of know that you know they're not really gonna judge you to the point where it's just like unbearable you know but when it comes to dealing with these short-term situation i'm saying if they don't please you right also like if the sex wasn't good or if they're just not doing something right because i feel like a lot of times i can't speak for men but i can speak for women like women don't just be like yeah the sex wasn't that good this time around but that's important to say that and i actually yeah, have because i feel like sometimes you know a lot of men walk around thinking that they got the keys. They always yeah, put like it they down. got the keys. They don't have the keys. A lot of guys really don't have the keys. Like you gotta help them. I actually think that that was like part of the demise of a recent relationship that I had was because I said, very matter of factly, like the sex has decreased in goodness since we began on this journey, and I ain't with that shit. I am not with it. Like, you're not going to present one thing to me and then start doing a total other now that we're here. No. Like, the first time was great. Good. Cool. The next time, I'm like, maybe it's a one-off. Yeah, everybody's you know? entitled to have a bad I don't know. Day. Right. You know? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't have a, a, a large enough pool of experience to know. The third time, I'm saying something. Yeah. I'm saying something. Right. Communication, guys. Like, I just feel like, oh, yeah, easier said than done, but kind of not really. Like, you could really, you know. Have you had to have any uncomfortable conversations yes, recently? Yes, I have. Okay. Um, <laughs> I had an experience where things weren't so great for me. I didn't enjoy myself. Okay. And I was very baffled by it because I just knew that it was gonna be like a you know bullseye got him like you know like a sure sure thing thing. yes and it wasn't and it wasn't so I like sat on that for you know few days but then I realized you know he was hitting me up kind of like it seemed like you know more than usual and I was like huh is he is he trying to court me now like you know, now that mm-hmm. we've got, you know, we've had this moment and I was okay with not like just moving forward, like just completely whatever, leaving it up. You were ready to dead him completely. Right. But then. But then you felt like he was trying to like maybe yeah. overcompensate? No, not really overcompensate, but really just like, you know, wanting to hang out. Like, oh, let's go out. Let, let me oh, let's okay. go to the movies. Let's okay. go out to dinner. And I was like, uh-oh, like. Let's not do this. Yeah. Like, I gotta let him know that I'm straight. That time wasn't good, and you know, because like I'm not really looking for that. Like I ain't doing that right now. And um, 
yeah, I just had to straight up say, hey, it wasn't enjoyable for me. And, and what did you he know, say? He was actually very receptive to it. He was like, I respect that. He wasn't rude about it, but I was just like, you know, it wasn't enjoyable for me. And let's be cool. And he was just like, oh, I. Right. Way to take it on the chin, guy. Right. He took it on the chin. And I was like, very glad that I was open and honest about that shit. Cause I definitely was like, hey, so are we just going to pretend that, like, when we went out the second time, I like revisited, like, are we just going to pretend that, you know, we didn't just. And then that's like really what opened the gate, like, opened the door to like right. that conversation. And um, yeah, gotta be real, you know, gotta keep it transparent in 2018. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Excuse Transparent. <laughs> Yay, the podcast. Keep it transparent. <laughs> titties for the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we these for the podcast but yeah so right that's what i got that's what i got for y'all communication sydney has don't be a lazy lover y'all like step it up right step your pussy up (laughs) so all right so it's capricorn season capricorn season and i'm just gonna give you guys a quick blurb about what you need if your moon sign is in capricorn You need to feel like you're making a meaningful contribution in the world. At heart, you are very practical and hardworking, and your happiness requires being taken seriously and respected by others. You feel hurt when anyone underestimates your skills or abilities, so you will work overtime to ensure that you need expectations. When it comes to relationships, you offer a unique combination of practicality and sensitivity. There is one part of you that feels like a relationship where both partners' needs are equally addressed and realized is sufficient, and then there's another part of you that yearns for a warm and enveloping relationship and partnership where you can get lost in affection and feel provided for and taken care of. You know, even though this is about the moon sign, I could see this in Chanel because she's so independent, but then at the same time, I know that she really yearns for a boss ass nigga to just kind of like put her in her place and call Mm. the shots so i honestly can't even comment on chanel because Um, (laughs) i just don't even want to do it (laughs) the shade of it all moving forward Chanel comment underneath this uh, episode if you ever listen to it. She gonna cuss me out in my text messages. Right. It says you're an ace at networking. Nurturing important business relationships will always be instrumental to your success. So next up we have our rising sign that are in Capricorn. Okay. And how you get what you want and need is You are a pragmatic and shrewd observer, which helps you achieve anything you set your mind to. You have a natural ability to understand and to give and take involved in business relationships. And hence, you are perfectly situated to create positive and mutually beneficial alliances. You take your time getting to know people, cautiously watching their behavior before you form an impression of them. And 
then from there you decide if a relationship is worth pursuing. So Capricorn rising signs often tend to be very cautious in who they bring in their circle and who they, you know, want to communicate with. They don't shirk away from responsibility and are unafraid of taking on big commitment. You may be entrepreneurial from an early age because you have a knack for seeing how processes can be streamlined and improved. So that's what I have for you guys um, for our Capricorns this time around. Any rising signs or moon signs out there? You know our email, signmeapodcast at gmail.com. That's right. Um. Okay, cool. So now it's time for Nosy New I honestly don't even have that much today just because like I just don't I don't have that much today. <laughs> um first and foremost, there is a friend of mine who plays for the Steelers. Um someone followed me on Instagram and my page is private, so any follower request that I get, I always look at it because like I'll accept some strangers to follow me but like really weird pages or like music pages or whatever you know shit like that I don't be having that shit follow me cause I don't know what the fuck it is and I don't need no bots I'm sorry at my I just page put and a like, just seeing <laughs> randomly I open IG and now I see why you're saying hella people in Ghana right now celebrating Trisha's marriage because I just saw Brandon and I'm like look at look at life yeah. bruh congratulations right. enjoy yourselves out there our fellow Q's members yeah <laughs> seriously them niggas like, lit. for real but yeah so I just look at people who request to follow me and I looked at this page and I see my friend who plays for the Steelers is like on this page and then there's a screenshot I don't know who this page is that followed me, but evidently something happened with one of the many girls that he sees, and they're trying to, like, make it onto Shade Room by making a fake page and, like, tagging everyone and, like, requesting to follow all of his friends and stuff like that, and I'm just like, to whoever this is that has the time of day to do this, you're lame, it's a non-story, and bitch no one gives a fuck like get a life right get a life like seriously get a life do not request to fucking follow me with no bullshit and you obviously know that we're friends like it was strategic in who they're like adding and stuff and i'm just like who the fuck you're childish we don't care he's fucking everyone sis no one cares all right moving on to some shit that people actually may know about Offset has a baby rumor now. It's like one thing after another with these two right now. Well, like, you know how that is. For, like, at this point, life is too good for... People just can't even let you live. To just sit back and let it continue to be good. Like, you know they gotta step in and shake shit up real quick. Right. It's disgusting. So this white girl whose name I'm not giving any shine to is saying that she's pregnant with Offset's baby. Offset, uh, I guess like one the Shade Room or Baller Alert or whoever posted it and Offset commented like, you know, we was cool until y'all posted this bullshit. 
It doesn't seem like Cardi is noticing this or commenting on this. I'm hoping that this is like the furthest thing from the truth because the girl who's allegedly pregnant looks like she's waiting to like have child protective services called on her. Like she honestly looks like cat stacks. Mm-hmm. And that's alarming and should be alarming to anyone. Offset, do better. Do better. Don't be out here fucking these girls raw. What's wrong with you? What is wrong with you? Vince Herbert, Tamar Braxton, uh, her her future ex-husband, she got on uh, social media last night and said, Vincent Herbert is having a baby and his whore decided to let me know about it tonight. That stupid <laughs> broke-ass whore should check public records on Christmas before she goes through with it. He called back despite his protective order, begging and lying, like he's hanging out with Joe and Roxy from BET. Oh yeah, that's credible. No shade. However, before you judge me, know the facts. He is a real piece of work. Shaking my head. Happy New Year, folks. Ladies and gentlemen, know that 2018 is a fresh start, and if I can leave this liar, you can leave yours too. Her caption was, say what you want about me, but I'm good and got damn tired of the bull. 2018 belongs to who dares to take your life back. I'm first in line. Well, all right. So she's saying that Vincent Herbert has been fucking with Laura Govan. Do you remember her? Yes. Gilbert Arenas, baby mama. Really? That's who he's fucking with? Allegedly. Wow. But I don't know if that's the whore that's pregnant. There's that, and blah, 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 blah. there's that. Um, ending on a good note, Lauren London confirms an ATL sequel. That's going to be very nostalgic for me. I really hope it comes out good. I will be at the theaters to go see it. Yeah, I wonder what that would look like. It ended with T.I. and Lauren. They were together, and she was starting as Spellman, and he was, like, working as a comic book person for the paper. And the little brother was, like, doing good and, and all was well, so. Mm-hmm. But it's been, like, ten years now, so I'm sure they gotta, like, really fuck it up. They gotta fuck it all up. Right. So, we'll see. We shall see. That's all, folks. Now it's time for two cents. A two cents. Two cents. Two cents. Two Let's talk about that post where the guy was like, I'm growing up in 2018 and I'm not going to fuck with girls that I have no intention on being with. Did you see that? No, because that's a lie. Okay. (laughs) I'm going to read this one man's account to you and you can tell me what you think about this. This is on the shade room. He says, So, a little shoddy I was talking to about six months ago got engaged. Her fiance met with me today to make sure I wouldn't overstep. I got so much respect for bro. No ego, no pride, just... Bro, I realize y'all used to talk, but I want to make this woman my wife. When I tell y'all I was the real deal lost in that moment, one, I thought, wow, I wouldn't have been this calm toward my fiance's exes. Two, just because you don't cherish it doesn't mean it's not a real man ready to step up for the woman you're taking for granted. Bro was like, I accept whatever past y'all have. I just want to set the tempo moving forward. What bro don't know is he taught me how to accept women despite a past. 
past. When she's the right woman for your mission, her, her history can be worked with regardless. In that moment, I didn't have anything to say. I was like, you know what, bro? You deserve that woman a lot more than I do. In that moment, I was proud she had a man like that and not me. For real, for real. Said that to say... It's some homies out here not playing. I tried to text Shadi on some Netflix and chill. She sent me back a picture of her ring. She helped me realize I was still playing. Just because you don't realize a woman's worth doesn't mean she's not worthy. And when she realizes her own worth and cut off the games for the real thing, you'll learn you're in a different league with grown-ass women looking for real-ass stability. Said that to say, I won't be Netflix and chilling in 2018. I didn't got the clap back of 2017 when Shadi sent the ring when I was trying Netflix and chill. <laughs> if you like it, put a ring on it because these women get inside of these Netflix and chill and these homies and these homies is stepping up. Then Shadi got a real man. He didn't Twitter beef with me. He set a business meeting up with me where he slid in at the end. Oh, yeah, that woman, I'm trying to build something, and I recognize y'all got history. Bruh, that's how you step to your girl's ex. Moral of the story, bruh, if you don't plan on marrying it, leave it alone. Point blank, period. You can think you really doing something with your little temporary fulfilling, but that's somebody's wife. And if you know it's not your wife, leave it alone. Dang. Okay. Right. I was like, oh my God, that is so beautiful. I hope every man reads this. Yeah, and you hope every man like really takes it in. And every man will not, let me tell you. Right, because it's like way too many slides and niggas can't read. Uh, uh, But it was so good. He really had a moment of awakening. And I need more men to have that moment and really realize like, Step up or step to the motherfucking side, they nigga. Have, they have that awakening. It just all comes at a different time for them. Everyone has their awakening at a different time period. A moment of clarity that just helps them realize that wasn't for them or it was or whatever. But everyone- The selfish niggas have that moment and they still continue to do the same fuck shit they was doing. A lot of these niggas are aware. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They are aware, but they're so selfish that they're like, I'm only going to think about myself still. You know, I think it goes both ways, though, when they say, you know, oh, you really must not love yourself if you stay in, like, uh... Some bullshit. Yeah, and some bullshit. Niggas, too. They must really not love themselves, too, to, like, continue to do the same old, you know, bullshit that doesn't really get you nowhere. You know how, like, like aren't you tired? T- aren't you tired of going to the bar, spending countless amounts Dollars. of money on these random strange bitches right. for some drinks that, mind you, isn't a guarantee. For some pussy. Hello. But if you had a girlfriend, it would be guaranteed pussy. It's so funny because, like, one of my co-workers and also friends, you know, he's a black man in his 40s, separated, dating a little bit. And he was telling me, like, I'm tired of dating, man. Like, that shit is expensive. These bitches. Uh-huh. And, like, for him, he was like, my dates aren't, you know. Like, he was like, I need to start having an appointment date, like. From this time to this time. Because he was like, when I yeah. when I go out, it's like a full thing. Like, if, if it's a date, it's a full day. Like, we're going here. We're going there. We're, like, doing a couple things. Like, he was like, that's just how I do. But that shit is expensive. And I can't be doing yeah. that every time. 
He need a date differently. Right. He doing a lot. Come on, man. Right. Help yourself out. But, but no, he also told me he hit him me, he'll hit you with the like depending on the vibe, like hit you with the oh, I have something to do after. So right. You'll know like I'm not We're not continuing. Right. I'd be feeling some type of way if somebody tells me that they have to do something after our date. Is that childish? You'd be feeling some type of way? Yeah. Like, you don't know what could have happened with me. How dare you make other plans? Mm, maybe it might be childish. Okay. Well, yeah, that's all I have. Um, I mean, Fellas, let's be accountable in 2018. Let's have these, you know, awakening moments more often, more frequently, and more consistently. <laughs> They don't hear you, but you know, <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, you got any, uh, <laughs> any final thoughts for the year? For the oh year. man, the year is going to be over tomorrow. Tomorrow's the last day of the year. That shit crazy. So it's the end of the year. It's the last day. It's the last day. It's the last day. It's the end of the year. It's the last day. Yeah. I would Dang, say. I don't know. Yeah. Give me some inspiration. Like, let me. I would say, you know, final thoughts for the year. I'm trying to think of some a of my lot wins of this negative year. things happen, but you know what? Obama had a very great message. Negative things happen, but. That's because that's what the news wanted us to see. That's what society wanted us to see. Like, if we chose to focus on the positive and all that, like, we would know, like, there were great things that happened as well. Right. Yeah, I saw, I saw his post, but I don't remember. Yeah, but it was just naming a couple of the great things, you know, like a couple of the positive things. It was a couple cute things. It was a couple cute things. He was, he he had to, he had to really dig for those, but um, I hear you. I hear you. He had to dig for those, but you know. Yeah, you know, we can be grateful that we made it another year. We had like, you know, wins. In career, you definitely got some wins this year, career-wise, you know. I definitely am looking forward, like I said last week, to just having that fresh New Year feeling, you know. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm looking forward to, so. So those are your final thoughts. My final thoughts are, we are resilient. (sighs) We can always bounce back. There's always another year to charge forward to. And we're going to get through. We're going to get through everything that we're going through. And you know what I mean? We're going to rebuild. Always ask yourself, you know, look, but did you die? Like you're still here. You are again, like you said, resilient. So it could right. always be worse. Okay, it could definitely be worse. But how worse could it really get? No, okay, I'm chilling. I'm, I'm tripping. I'm tripping. One more thing. Well, as for the tales from the tender, we will be sharing with you now um, a special announcement. We're revamping our segment 
formerly known as Tender Tales, in the new year. So look forward to some changes at the end of our show. I'm excited for what's in store. Do we want to like tell them the premise or do we want to just like leave it, leave them waiting? Leave them waiting on the edge of their seats. Yeah, let's... We'll just leave you waiting. Just know that we're revamping the end of our show and we're looking forward to doing that in 2018 because it's a fresh start and a fresh me and I'm working on me and we're working on we, the podcast. Hit us up in our inbox at Sign Me Up Podcast. In our email, signmeuppodcast at gmail.com. Also, it's almost our 100th episode. We're ready to, you know, let's work for 100. Hit us up on the hashtag twerk for 100. Let us know what we should do for our 100th episode. Because it's like literally not next week, but the week after that. So, shit getting real. No, not next week or the week after that, but the week after that. Because I'm counting, like, this week, this episode, as next week. Does that make sense? We're almost there. We're almost there, guys. Okay. Well, I'm at Sydney Poppins, too. I'm Cheeky Bobby. And that's another episode of Sign Me Up Podcast signing out.